Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Brett Swartz of CapitalGainsTaxSolutions.com. Brett, thank you so much for joining us. Seth, it's my pleasure. All right. So first of all, tell us a little bit about the business. What is CapitalGainsTaxSolutions.com and why did you start it? Yeah, most business owners, most Commercial real estate owners, most primary homeowners, they struggle with capital gains tax and the amount of 30 to 50% of their gain when they go to sell their highly appreciated assets. Or if some of your listeners are business brokers, financial advisors, commercial real estate operators, venture capitalists, well, we use a deferred sales trust to give them tax deferral, liquidity, diversification. And the best part, the ability to buy a business or commercial real estate at optimal timing, all tax deferred, so they can create and preserve more wealth. Okay, so that sounds fantastic. And obviously, we'd all love to pay less in taxes. What is, without giving away your secret sauce, what is a deferred sales trust? Because I'm sure a lot of our listeners haven't heard of that before. A deferred sales trust is a manufactured installment sale. It's a specialized installment sale. Your listeners may know it as a seller carryback. Okay, and what does that, in layman's terms, what does that mean? So, Seth, if I'm going to buy a deal from you for $10 million, imagine you got a zero basis and you owe $4 million in tax if you don't do some kind of tax referral, I may come to you, Seth, and say, Seth, I'm going to give you a $3 million down payment. Would you carry a note for seven? And you say yes. In that scenario, Seth, you've received $3 million in actual receipt. Therefore, you owe tax on that three. But that other seven is what's called a deferral. It's a seller carryback. You became the bank and you carried paper. Therefore, until and if I pay you back that seven, you're in a tax deferral state. The taxes, the capital gains tax is not triggered. And then obviously, instead of paying it all at once, let's say you were paying me a million a year for seven years, I would pay that, the, the tax only on that portion every year over time. You got it. And so you're going to pay it in a pro, rate, pro rata amount. Um, which is generally why someone might do a seller carryback, so their income is not through the roof on any one particular year. Okay, and how did you, how did this come about for you? How did you discover this? How did you start this business? Two thousand eight, something happened, Seth. You might you and your listeners might know about it. 
But let me back up two years before that. I started at Marcus and Millichap, helping people buy and sell commercial real estate in Sacramento, California, mainly multifamily. And I saw the blood in the streets when everything hit the fan and people lost a lot. And some lost it all with, with, with their finances. Part of the challenge was what's called the 1031 exchange. And for your listeners, that's just a, a strategy where you can trade a piece of real estate for like-kind real estate to defer capital gains tax. But people were selling at these record numbers in 05 and 06, and they were really excited. They were glad to get those numbers. But then they had to turn around and buy and overpay for properties and take on debt. And that debt became a place where they got hurt. So after the aftermath uh, and everything hit in 2009, I learned about an alternative called a deferred sales trust. And I said, what is this? Why haven't I heard about it? This seems like it's too good to be true. How do we know it's legal? And I started to study this structure. And my manager at the time brought in a gentleman who spoke on the structure, who's now my business partner. And essentially, I started to learn about it and, and started to study it. I have my series 22, my series 63. But here's the key. I was looking for ways to help my clients solve problems. Problems beyond the 1031s, problems of feeling trapped by capital gains tax, okay? According to the American Bankers Association, there's $17 trillion set that will pass from one generation to the next and the next 20 years, and this is known as the largest wealth transfer in the history of the planet. And in 2008, a lot of those baby boomers lost a lot. And so fast forward, we're, we're, they're 10 years older, and they're looking for solutions to retire from the toilets, trash, and liability without getting completely wiped out with 30 to 50% of their gain. So this fits such, such a need uh, for people who want to be more passive, who want to pay off debt, who want liquidity. I couldn't help but launch this company to educate as many people as I can. Awesome. And then... Is this in one specific area in California or is this nationwide? It's nationwide. Okay. And who is, I know you mentioned obviously people with capital gains tax that they're trying to defer or reduce. Um, So what are the most common types of clients you see, the most common situations you run into? The number one is the business owner who's selling a highly appreciated business and, you know, imagine has zero basis and let's say he's selling for $10 million. He's going to pay 40%. He's going to get wiped out. Why? Because they really don't have a, a viable or even a attractive tax referral strategy. They cannot do a 1031. I mean, the 1031 allow, actually allows for it, but no one really practically does it. You know, every only one people do 1031 is for like kind of real estate. So for the number one person is, high-end business. We've done dentists. We've done veterinarians. We've done tech companies. We've done trucking companies. We've done just about anything you name, real estate companies. We can defer tax on the sale of it. So that's number one. Number two is the primary homeowner. Recent example is a $26 million sale in Newport Beach. The couple is getting a divorce. They lived in their houses two of the last five years. But as you probably know or may know, that it doesn't qualify for a 1031. So we help them defer $6 million in capital gains tax by using the deferred sales trust. So that's number two. Number three is the commercial real estate owner. Now they have the 1031 exchange and they have opportunity zones and they have the Delaware statutory trust. By the way, the deferred sales trust is not a Delaware, not to be confused with that. Um, but they still have options, okay? But where that falls short is what's called the 180-day sprint. They, they have to overpay oftentimes because they're faced with this tight time frame to close on those properties. Also, they have to replace equal or greater debt, right back to the 08 hit, what's what happened. Um, so we, we solve those things, but also it's a backup plan for a failed 1031. So at the, at the least your listeners should consider if I'm doing a 1031, what's my backup plan? 
right? What happens if it fails? So we've, we've saved multiple failed 1031 exchanges and it doesn't take up one of your three slots. So those are the three primary ones. It also works for artwork and collectibles. It also works for private stock. It also works for carried interest, Okay, so carried interest is tax, is capital gains tax. So just about any highly appreciated asset it works for. That is absolutely incredible. How are you, how are these folks finding you? So education is, uh, Steve Jobs put it this way, I don't want you to sell, I only want you to educate. So my focus is educating the podcast professional like yourself, the commercial real estate broker, the financial advisor. We have thousands of professionals across the U.S. who've already signed up with us, and we always start with a trusted advisor. Although clients call us directly, we also will point them back, hey, who's your financial advisor? Let them manage the money. You know, who's your commercial real estate broker? Let's work, let's work through them. So education, so YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Bigger pockets. Uh, attend one of our no-cost webinars. Email me and I'll send you a, a re- replay of it. Uh, you can go to capitalgainstaxsolutions.com or just search that on any major platform. Awesome. What do you like best about what you do? Uh, helping people escape feeling trapped, you know, so, and giving people time back. And I'll just give you a story right now. A gentleman uh, selling his veterinary practice. Okay. He's owned owned it for 20 years. He's 45 years old. He has two kids. He can sell for 4.5 million. He came over from India and the American dream. It's a beautiful thing. He has a zero basis. He's going to owe one and a half million in tax. He has two young kids. He wants to travel with his wife. Okay. He goes, Brett, He's, by the way, he's in the Stockton area, the hardest hit, one of the hardest hit places in the nation. He goes, Brett, you're telling me I can sell right now and put all 4.5 million into the trust and defer all the tax that I would have paid. He goes, you're giving me not only savings here, but you're giving me time back because otherwise I'd have to wait till my practice is worth, let's say 7 million in another five or 10 years, if it ever gets to that point and if the market stays strong and then sell and then net the same amount if I didn't use your, your service. So we are literally giving time, energy to help people solve one of their biggest needs, which is time with their family and ability to diversify, and then the ability to get passive, meaning they can invest it into commercial real estate or another business venture and receive income from those types of assets. So another one we just did, yes, uh, closed on Friday, it was in Cupertino, a $3 million primary home sale. And we helped uh, the, uh, this, uh, this wonderful lady defer about $400,000 in tax. And so for her and for a lot of people who are baby boomers who've owned their houses for 30 years, especially in the Silicon Valley or any highly appreciated area, rents have gone through the roof. And a lot of them can't even afford the rent down the street. Okay. And they're frustrated and they feel trapped in their big houses and their kids are gone. And they feel real estate rich and cash flow poor. And they have rising healthcare costs and they don't have a, 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 you know, potentially a, a nice retirement plan. And so they're just sitting in their house and now she can sell her house, put it into passive investments, get the passive cash flow and go rent if she wants to, go buy if she wants to. But we just gave her freedom from the capital gains tax. And the last one I'll leave with you is the business professional. We are being challenged by automation every single day. The realtor, the financial advisor and automation. So how are you adding value to the number one expense that your client is facing, which is the 30 to 50% on these highly appreciated assets? How are you adding value? How are you going in and separating yourself from the competition? So I love to give the business professional this tool so they can walk in and they can win listings. They can win opportunities. They can add value to their clients. That is absolutely incredible. And it sounds like you are on a mission to give people their time, freedom, and money back, which is absolutely incredible. We talked about what you like best about what you do. What's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, Learn to work harder on yourself, Seth, than you do on your job.
If you work hard on your job, you'll make a living. But if you work harder on yourself, you'll make a fortune. And this is by Jim Rohn, okay? He's my virtual mentor. He's passed away now. But I read his books over and over and over again. And the idea is not to make a bunch of money, although that's a part of it. So you can give more to causes that, that you enjoy and support your family. But the idea is to become more of everything that God's created you to be. Your character, your leadership, your, your contribution to the world. So when you work harder on yourself... Developing your leadership, developing your financial intelligence, developing your character, developing your health, all of those things, you're going to be more valuable to your family, to your community, to your business. And that changed my whole perspective versus just, hey, get really good grades or be a starter on the basketball team or get a scholarship or make a bunch of money. You know, it was really just about me, me, me versus, well, work on yourself now so you can give more and become more for others. Absolutely. What? Do you think about the current situation in regards to tax reform? I would imagine you are a big proponent of a much simpler tax code. How do you advise your clients when it comes to, okay, you're helping them get capital gains tax covered, um, but what about how they're receiving their income, how their income is structured? Is it, you know, I mean, do you get into that type of stuff? Great questions. This is like DST 2.0. And to preface this, I'm just the nurse, Seth. Who are the brain surgeons? Who are the doctors? Those are the CPAs and tax attorneys. Those are the really smart, smart people. I'm just the nurse. I'm going to take your pulse and I'm going to say, hey, what kind of income do you have coming in? What kind of tax deferral are you looking with? It looks like you might need surgery. You might need some, some specialty help here. So, but before you, get, before you get surgery, make sure you vet us and you have your trusted you know, brain surgeons vet us as well. So get all of that on the table. But that being said, let's just say you have a hundred thousand or $200,000 of income coming in from a highly appreciated business. What can the deferred sales trust do? Well, you can move the funds into the trust and you can decide to have that 200,000 just compound. Meaning Seth, you're not receiving that 200 right now, but you may be making, let's say another 200 on the side over there. So your overall tax bracket, let's say is four or 450. But now that you use the trust and you decided to let the trust compound, you're actually receiving 200 here, and this is just building up, building up. In fact, we're doing a deal right now in Florida for these uh, dentists and orthodontists who are doing exactly that. Okay, this is a very, very large deal, and they're defer a lot of tax, but they're still really young. They're in their, their early 40s, and they're saying, we don't need any income right now. Great, let's just let it compound, and if and when you want to tap into that, great. Um, by the way, our notes go for 10 years. At the end of 10, you can renew for another 10. You can pass it on to your kids. Most of our notes earn eight. After fees, pay about 6.5%. Um, so yeah, you, we can do some, we call it the, uh, uh, tax efficiency or being, uh, uh, tools with this. It also works for the estate tax. So for any ultra high net worth people, we can move large sums of money outside of the taxable estate in one single transaction. Um, so if you're worth, let's say above 22 million and you're married or 11 million and you're single, anything above that, it's going to be hit with 40% estate tax. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to discover that. We're going to find out what your net worth, what your income needs, how much, how passive you want to be. Um, what's your risk tolerance? And as a whole, we're going to create a plan and we're all going to work together with your financial advisor, with the brain surgeon, CPA tax attorneys, um, with me as the trustee. That's my role here. And uh, that's it. That makes a lot of sense. When you've got that money that you receive, but is in the trust and you're not receiving it. And you mentioned it's compounding, it's invested, it's growing. Does the trust pay taxes on those investment gains along the way? Do I take that as income? How does that work? 
Great question. Well, let's first start to imagine you take it as income. Let's imagine the money's coming out. So you're going to pay ordinary income tax on that, but the principal is, is, is still in tax. So you're not paying capital gains tax on that. But let's just say you wanted to dip into that or you wanted an extra million or a hundred thousand out of it. Okay. You can do that along the way. You'll pay capital gains tax on a prorated portion of that. But, but back to your, to your original question, if it's just compounding, the trust itself is actually a particular trust. Um, and it's also a proprietary structure. Um, um, uh, but once you sign an NDA and connect with us, um, um, and do the deal, we, we, we do open up, um, um, it. So with that being said, the trust itself expenses what it owes you, the creditor. And as it, it's an expense, so that's how it's going to report it on the, on the tax. So even though it's growing, it's going to expense it. Now, there's some nuances there where this is like this brain surgeon who, who might say, well, this is a dividend and this is a this. And there's some nuances there. And it also depends on what, what state you're in. And it depends on a couple things. But generally speaking, it's going to expense what it, what, what it earned because it does owe at a future date the creditor, you. Now, you mentioned the leverage factor of other folks who also see your ideal clients and as opposed to getting them one at a time could bring them multiple people, multiple clients at a time, like the financial advisors and accountants. How are you connecting with and educating them? Because I'm guessing the majority of them have no clue you can do this. Exactly. Um, So we call the manager and we say, Mr. Manager, how are you separating your, your, your financial advisors from every other financial advisor out there? And they go, what do you mean? He said, well, we have a deferred sales trust and we give them the stats and we give them the tool and we educate and we go and we show up on a webinar. A lot of, a lot of stuff is going to webinars these days because a lot of people don't even want to go to the office. So we'll do a, we'll do a webinar. We'll record it and we'll say, we're going to record this one time for an hour, ask all the questions you want, and then use this to replay as many times as you want and train anyone else you want to. So that's the first thing, just education, no cost. We're going to educate everybody. By the way, we only get paid if and when you do the deal. Our tax, the tax attorneys, nor us, we don't charge for any of the education. In fact, we get everything ready to go. If it doesn't close, you don't use it, no problem. But yeah, so YouTube videos, I put out a video. I'm, I'm starting my podcast, Capital Gains Tax Solutions here. I'm already doing, starting recordings right now. I'll be launching I, say, I, just, I, I just made a list of our clients who would be great guests for you. <laughs> Thank you. And I'd love the opportunity to interview them. And here's the, here, by the way, here's the vision of the podcast, Seth, is bringing on professionals like yourself who, who, by the way, have done other tax deferral strategies. We, we realize too, there's other viable options out there too. And we want people to share the story. We just think it's, there's a, there's a niche here that people don't pay attention to and they should because it's the largest expense, 30 to 50% of your highly appreciated business or asset that you're selling and maybe the biggest deal you've ever going to do with the largest expense. So you better have trusted advisors to be good stewards of the wealth you built around you and educated on, on all of these strategies. So we, we try to give pros and cons between this and the 1031, this and the Delaware statutory trust, this and the charitable remainder trust, and then let the client decide. And by the way, it could be a mixture of all of those. You don't have to do all into one or all into the other. You can do a mix of a 1031 and a deferred sales trust um, or a mix of a Delaware deferred and a 1031. So we want to empower you with the strategy. Then just you decide how you want to use it. Awesome. All right. For our folks who are listening or watching to this and want to learn more, what is the best place for them to go to learn more about you and what you're doing? Thank you. CapitalGainsTaxSolutions.com. You t- subscribe to my YouTube channel. When my podcast comes out, check it out. If you like it, give me, the, give me all the reviews. Um, and then schedule a one-on-one consultation. We have a, a deferred sales trust calculator 
It's a free calculator. You can go to my website, click on that. It's going to, it's going to answer, answer 12 questions. It's going to give a side by side comparison of use the deferred sales trust versus just pay the tax. Um, and the last thing I'll leave here too is we've already blazed the trail. This is a hundred percent legal, thousands of closes, 14 no change IRS audits. Okay. We, we haven't had one single issue. Okay. In 23 years is a 90 year old tax law. So be careful of, I would say imitators, right? Who, who don't have that track record. Make sure you're asking the tough questions of who's going to defend you if you have the IRS audit. If there's any live IRS audit cases that are going on and what happens if those fail. Okay. So that's another thing I want to make sure. Ask the tough questions, bring in your advisors and let's get together to see if we can help you out. Awesome. This has been Seth Green with Brett Schwartz of long-term capital gains tax solutions, capital gains, tax solutions.com. Brett, thank you so much for joining us. Seth, my pleasure. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text pitch to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.